And I remember, not on that visit, but before that, I was on the far side of Siberia. And I was asked to speak in a prison. I love communist prisons. The best year of my life was a year in a communist prison. Now, we are only given one hour. The worship group would take 30 minutes. And then I would have 30 minutes. And the commanding officer was very angry. He said, why are you here? I'm a communist. I don't believe in God. How can your God change these men? He said, do you know who these men are? I said, no. He said, in front of you, we were in a football field. You have 1,400 men. He said 200 are mass murderers. They've killed more than twice. Four hundred are serious sex offenders. And the other eight hundred are multiple criminals. How can your God change these men? He pulled out a stick. He said, I beat them. He pulled out his pistol. He said, I shoot them. What can your God do? The music stopped. I had to speak. What did I do? What can I do? I prayed the longest prayer of my life. I said, oh God, help! I just looked at those men. I said, men? I spent a year in a prison just like this. And I began to describe prison life. And then I said, but I know something you don't know. I know how to get out of a prison. All the men came forward. And the officer was holding tight onto my arm. I said, there's a problem. I said, the Bible says that for every, if I open the gates and let you out, I said, you've got no clothes. 
No money. No food. No job. Because of what you've done, your wife has left you. And the Bible says, for every evil spirit in you that caused you to do these things, for every one of those spirits, you take eight more out with you. And, be and because of what you've done, you're going killing. You're going committing the crimes. And statistics says within three months, 80% of you will be back in the prison. The statistic amounts from 80% of you will be back And I preached love. I said, God loves you. God wants to change your life. Not with a big stick. Not with a gun. He loves you. And he wants to give you a new life. If you will call upon him, God will forgive you. I said, I want to pray for you. All the men knelt on the ground. Even the guards. I prayed for them. And then I had to go. My 60 minutes were gone. It was one year before I could get back. And when I went back, the God said to me, Why? Did you wait a year to come back? After you left, all the prisoners changed. And I spoke to the prisoners. After you left, all the officers changed. Do you know what happened to that prison? Out of those 1,400 men, 140 became pastors and evangelists, covering the whole of Siberia. And when I went back just a few years ago, for 30 years, some, uh, 13 or 30. 30. They have preached in every prison in Siberia. And they have approval and a letter from the government. 
giving them permission to go into every single prison. Rom nebartva misses rogorts opil pati brebs da ahlam sahurebs rom tsikhebshi em sahuron adamianebs. And when I got off the airplane, da tut prinavidan ro chamovedi. The first two people to greet me, pirveli ori adamiani romelis damkhta da momesalma. Were the first two men who gave their lives to Christ. Ipren pirveli ori pati mari romlebats im dres moinanies da tavianti tsoreba misses upali Jesu Christes. Do you understand? Yes, with Homer's it coming. Only God, Holod Gmerchoudzlia. Only God can change men. Holod Gmerchoudzlia, Adamianis Tsulileba. And I'll tell you, even now, the Achlats, the best pastors and evangelists in Russia are the criminals. Well, as a Sauket is on Tremsebi. The ones who came out of prison. You see what God can do. You see God loves you. God wants to give you a new hope. He wants to give you a new life. The Bible says, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world. But to deliver. To forgive your sin. To love you. To give you new life. To give you new hope. That's why he works miracles. You know, I've been praying for the sick all my life. We've seen so many thousands healed. I've a lady here used to record the healings. She stopped when she got to 10,000. Every kind of miracle. I remember somewhere in Russia. <laughs> I was preaching in a football stadium. And I called the people to repent. And then I said, I'll pray with the sick. And they were lined up against the fence. And I came to the first man. I said, what's the problem? He said, I've given my life to Jesus. But I, I want to stop smoking. And I looked at him. He was a cripple. He couldn't walk. But he said, just pray that I can stop smoking. My prayer wasn't translated. I said, oh God, this man is crippled. Heal him. I didn't say anything about smoking. So the man thought I was praying about cigarettes. 
He pulled the cigarettes out of his pocket, threw them on the ground, jumped on them with his crippled leg, suddenly realized the miracle, and the crippled man ran right round the stadium. You see, that's the power of God. I can remember one man who was watching the program on television. He's a broken back. And he was at home watching on television. He hadn't been able to get out of bed for a long time. They couldn't do anything with his broken back. But he watched me talking. He heard me pray. He got out of bed. And the next day, he's in the service. He said, for three months, I can't move because of my broken back. And to prove the healing, and we filmed, we've got this on TV, he did a backwards flip, you know. <laughs> You see, that's the power of God. I remember I was in another place in Siberia. Again, I was in a football stadium. And on the first night, I was there for three days. And on the first night, we were praying for the sick. And, and a woman had come out of the hospital, something wrong with her legs. When I prayed, God healed her. And she said to me, tomorrow, I want you to come into the hospital. I said, no, God doesn't want me to go into the hospital. But the Holy Spirit said to me, this once, do it. So the next morning, I went with the woman. Now, I only went into one room. The first man, broken back, God healed him. He got out of bed. Second man, broken back. God healed him. He got out of bed. The, the third man was blind. Totally blind. Uh-huh. Totally blind. I put my hand on his eye. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command your eyes to open. I took my interpreter's Russian Bible. 
I put it in his hands and he's reading the Bible. So I left the hospital. The next morning I had to fly to the next city. If you know Siberia, this is a place called Susaman. It's uh, on, on the way towards Magadan. Magadan is And the next morning, the mayor of the town sent me a message. He said, You're not leaving town. You come to my office. I went to his office. It was full of people. I thought he was going to put me in prison. My knees were knocking. What's he going to do? And he shouted across the room. He said, what did you do yesterday? I'm only talking about Jesus. He said, no. He said, you emptied the whole hospital. It's incredible. I don't know what happened. But it seems that the blind man, when God opened his eyes, he ran all over the hospital, reading the Bible, and saying, I was blind. Jesus healed me. Jesus opened my eyes. And all the people were healed. I wasn't there. I didn't know. The whole hospital was healed. Do you see the power of God? But why did I read this story tonight? It's because God has a message for you. To me, I don't know you. I don't know your name. I don't know where you're from. But Jesus knows every one of you here tonight. He knows your name. He knows your life. If you will have enough faith to reach out and touch Jesus, the miracle will happen. He wants to forgive your sin. He wants to show you his love. 
He wants to give you a new life. New hope. But it can only happen if you will reach out to touch him. If you reach out and touch him, he will deliver you Break every curse in your life. Forgive every sin. And give you a new life now. I want to pray for you. I want to pray. That tonight. You will meet with Jesus. No, you don't. Jesus. But Jesus knows every one of you. And I want to pray that Jesus will come into your heart. I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you. Jesus, I know you're alive. And you said these signs will follow those who believe. They will lay hands on the sick. And the sick will be healed. I pray, Father, give these people a gift of faith to believe that when they pray, you will work the miracle. Father, give them a powerful gift of faith to answer their prayer and heal their sickness. In Jesus' name. Father, give them that gift of faith and work miracles tonight. If you want your miracle of healing, do what Jesus said. Put your hand on your sickness. Put your hand on your sickness. On your legs. Your you do it, come on. Put your hand on that sickness. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Oh God, you are my father. No, I want to hear you. Are they saying it? Yeah, they are saying it. Okay. I say, Jesus, I put my hand on my sickness. Give me the faith to believe for a miracle. And in the name of Jesus, I command every sickness to go. 
I command every symptom to go. By faith, I reach out my hand to touch you, Jesus. And by faith, because you are the Son of God, Jesus, in your name I receive my healing. Now, I receive my miracle. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, demonstrate your healing. Do what you could not do. If you had pain in your back, if you had pain in your arm, if you had pain in your legs, check your eyes, check your ears, check and see the miracle has happened. Now, if you know a miracle has happened, I want you to wave your hands so that I can see. Come on, I can see your hands, yes. If you know the miracle has happened, come on, wave your hands. Praise God. That's wonderful. Let's give God the glory. And if any of you are not healed tonight, come tomorrow. And I promise you, God will heal you before I leave Georgia. Before I leave Georgia, God will heal your sickness. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. My God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful promise. When you are committed to and support the gospel, then stand on this promise that when you give to the extension of the kingdom, God will supply all your need. Jesus called it giving and receiving. This year God has given us wonderful opportunities to preach the gospel in Armenia, Georgia and Poland. And we continue to support Ukraine by distributing humanitarian and spiritual aid. For 12 months, our staff have helped the displaced, vulnerable, and injured, supplying food and medicines. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. strength for now and for eternity. David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep 
into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, A Firm Foundation, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine.